Welcome back to Freightways. Now, on this carrier update, Donna, you start here looking at the overall freight market, looking reefer van combined into one. Positive things on the volume side, sea rejections trending back lower. Yeah, so, uh, and actually, we're going to look, not this time, but next time, at the effects of diesel fuel on rejection rates. But first, here, we're looking at uh, OTVI, so all the volumes put together, and we're still at 10,500. Mm-hmm. How many times has said above 10,000? Thumbs up. So, we're still above 10,000. And I think a lot of people really expected the market to deteriorate a lot worse. Yep. We expected spot rates to be a lot different. And it's kind of been holding steady. Now, what's the effect on this, Tony? What if you're one of those carriers where, you know, that NTI, the NTI right now is, if you take fuel out of it, is running the line of a lot of people's break-even point. Yep. But it's kind of really not going down, but maybe stair-stepping a, a, a one cent here and there every week or two. Yep. Well, that's that could prolong this recovery. It's going to keep some people that may going end up going out of business. It's going to keep them in the game for maybe three, five, six, ten weeks longer because they can barely just kind of hang on right now, and they're not, and they're not going to give up. Yeah, and you can't blame them. So by this slow and kind of holding out now, if we get on into springtime and it starts to pick back up some, that could hold a lot more people in. And here again, it could push that recovery. And I, and I call it a recovery. Let's not call it. Let's let's call it another boom. It could push that out even further because we're not going to get rid of all that capacity that we thought we we're going to get rid yeah. of, and they're able to hang in there, and it's going to keep rates low. Yep. So it's kind of you know, it's it's there's it's a double edged sword, and it's it's not good either way. I don't want to say that hey, we need I want people to go out of business. No, I don't. But for the some of the sake of the others, maybe let's steal what kind of needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, you look at a rejection rate at three point six percent. You have too much capacity in the market to meet current demand needs. Yes, current demand needs are higher than what they were in 2019, but we've added more capacity. We added the, what was the fastest capacity growth of really the, that data set when you look at the FMCSA data, see the most new entrants into the market. Well, that's what drives that overcapacity, drives a rejection rate sub 5%. You need people to leave to get this to tighten yeah. up a little. And here we say below 4% is a, is a KPI of that um, spot rates are well below contracted rates. Yep. And that's why we're sitting at 3.61%. And like I say, it could prolong this if, if you know, these other carriers can hang on, if it doesn't drop on down. And then it could be uh, a little bit extending a little bit longer of a period of time before we see capacity tighten back up. Yep. <laughs> Let's look at the next chart here. Let's check out OTRI and... and um, kind of compare it with uh, a few of the others. So flatbed in blue. Flatbed has moved up to 15.89%, the best performing uh, <clears throat> rejection rate or uh, by the, uh, the this flatbed. It's the, the tightest market. Yeah. yeah. And so <clears throat> reefer here at 3.93 and drive in at 3.339. Both of these have been, you know, still on a, on, on a decline, but we saw flatbed recover just a little bit. Now flatbed can hang in here just a little bit longer um, we're going to get into construction season. Yep. Now, housing uh, markets, let's let's run to the next one here right quick and look at flatbed. Um, housing starts are down, and if you compare that to FOTRI, you can see it follows very, very closely. Mm-hmm. But even though housing uh, new starts are on its way down, we still do have a lot of road construction that'll start up in about April. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, you know, here... It's March here. It's March in Tennessee. It's low of 48, high of 78. We're going, why can't it start now? We need our roads fixed. Well, 
a lot of places it's not that warm just yet. We're yep. not, you know, they're not as lucky as we are. So they'll get on into April before they start their road construction. That's when it can really tighten uh, some of these markets up and they'll start repairing their roads for obvious reasons. They don't want it to freeze and rain and start breaking up what they fixed. Yeah, another one to look at is permits, right? Because permits really haven't fallen the same way, necessarily the same way housing starts have, right? So permit is even upstream from start. So, I mean, you may even see starts pick up a little steam here as, like you mentioned, construction season starts to kind of pick up. I was going to say, I was looking at a construction spending uh, report the other day, and it showed softness there in January. And you can kind of see it by a decline in housing starts. And you see it in a decline in flatbed rejection. So you see the reaction that we can see daily. Well, you can see it show up in the monthly data because ultimately flatbed tracks that industrial side of the economy sure. pretty well. <clears throat> Good point, Tony. And of course, if we see housing starts uh, drop down, that can also affect the drive in because people aren't buying the new washing machines, yep. the new dishwashers, uh, the new pictures. Absolutely. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you again a little later. Right now, we'll hand it back over to Kaylee and Thomas.